Hello, mortal. Whether or not you are aware, you have stepped into the lair of RNGPC, a character creation D&D podcast. But there is no long drawn out campaign here. We wouldn't torture you that way, no. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed out backstories. Last week, I created every crazy religious person you see in a Stephen King story. Today, Jake will be creating a spooky character for us to explore. Welcome to our show. My name is Nathan. This is my co-host, Jake. What's up? It's good. It's good. It was nice and echoey and spooktacular. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, nice man. This, this is our technically our Halloween episode. This is going live on the hollowest of eves. Oh, shit. So. Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess it would be the day before Halloween. But, Happy mm. Halloween, I guess. Yay, Halloween is great. Happy day, it's okay to take candy from Stranger's Day. Yep. That's why I like it. Every other yeah. day you get yelled at for taking candy from Strangers. And on this day, people are like, you know what, you should actively go do it. But then as soon as you have a beard, they're like, ooh, no, it's weird. It is weird. I or remember, if you're eight years old and you look like you're 14, then every adult asks you why you're trick or treating, and then you hate Halloween for the rest of your life. Do you wanna do you wanna dig into that, bud? <laughs> <laughs> it feels Halloween like coming, sucks. Feels like that's coming from a real place, a real a real thing of that you've experienced. No, I was just it's hypothetical. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> The poor eight-year-olds that hit their growth spurt too early. Yeah, yeah, and then that then that eight-year-old becomes an actual fourteen-year-old, and he steals glass uh, crystal bowls off of people's porches and shatters them in the street, and then takes all the candy. Wow! What? Wow, man! Hypothetically, right? Or allegedly? Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a trajectory that someone who experienced that allegedly could go on. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one thing that could happen in a whole multiverse of things. Yeah. You know? Wow. I think I remember going trick-and-treating with you once. I think we did it yes. once, and I just wore a trench coat and said I was a flasher. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best part is no one asks you to prove it. <laughs> You're so dumb. I think I fucking – I do legitimately dislike Halloween, which kind of blows because, like, so many people like it for some reason. Yeah. I don't get it, but – that's because, I mean, we live in a society that makes us hate ourselves for being ourselves. So the one day of the year where you can actively be accepted as something else. Yeah. Why would we not like it? Yeah, I guess. I also, <laughs> like, I have this, like, <laughs> fear of being dressed up in something incredibly stupid and, like, something incredibly serious happening. Oh, and, like, I have to deal <laughs> with it dressed like a fucking moron. Wish I wasn't and I just can't, fucking shirt. <laughs> yeah. And I just can't handle that potential situation. Or, like, every time you see, like, a really drunk girl in college crying in, like, her sexy nurse costume, it's like, that makes it more sad. It's like... <laughs> wow. Why not can't only it are be you a drunk... sexy man nurse that's crying? Not only are you, like, crying, but you're also crying while wearing an embarrassing costume. So, like, who's crying here? Is it you or the nurse? I don't know who to feel bad for. <laughs> Is this part of the bit? Are you a sad, sexy nurse? Is that a thing? Because that's working. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm yeah. supposed to feel sad for you in real life. So Halloween sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed it. I think it's a fun time of year. I get it. I, I get why why you might not like it, but I'm just saying. One of my favorite costumes, uh, I dressed up as Edward Scissorhands in, in school, so that was real fun. Then I, I yeah. one time did a full beast thing where I was dressed up as the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Of course, that was the Halloween where it decided to be 85 degrees. 
So I was just dying dressed in this fucking fur outfit. But yeah, no, I've always, I've always enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, Halloween is uh, the weather on Halloween can be either winter, summer, spring, or winter. Dude, summer, LA, I'm sorry, summer, fall, or winter. So since I've been in LA, it has almost every year on the day of Halloween rained. It's really? insane. It's insane. It never rains in LA, but I've been here seven years and I can think of off the top of my head five of them where it's rained. Okay. And it's like, that's just absurd. Yeah, that must be when all the rain dances everyone does finally makes it to like the gods and they're like, all right, we'll give them rain. We heard their message. Mm. And it's every mm. Halloween. I guess. That or it's just like, LA, no, stop it. Everyone Because West Hollywood has a whole big parade out here, which is amazing. So like that's that's the, the, the part of, of the LA city where it's, it's more of the gay community and they put on this huge show. And the, the parade's amazing, but it's been rained out so many times. And there has never been a more expensive Lyft or Uber than when all of a sudden it starts downpouring and they have a whole giant boulevard closed just for foot traffic. And then all of yeah. a sudden, all of that foot traffic that is filling the road Wants to leave. is all trying to get to different parts of LA at the same time. I've had people coming up and just offering the person that came to pick us up hundreds of dollars just to let them in the car to drive them away from there. <laughs> it was insane. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Ugh. Yeah. But anyway, so what are you, what are you being for, for Halloween this year? Um, myself. Ooh, that is pretty spooky. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, dude, <laughs> like it's like everyone listening at home says, not a bit. I fucking hate Halloween. Like, this <laughs> isn't does. me trying to be funny. He, does. he really, he really does. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm not being anything. Um, uh, thankfully, my wife understands my distaste for Halloween. So, like, I, get, I, it's always, it's like the one family event that it's always up in the air whether or not I'm showing up, and it can mm-hmm. be a game day decision for me. It depends on how I wake <laughs> up that day. Um, yeah. Last Halloween, I did not go to my in-laws i went to a cigar bar and had a whiskey neat and smoked a cigar by myself for like an hour and contemplated the past year of my life huh. and then went home and that was my that was my halloween last year yeah, i like that yeah that's why and i would like to do it again this year but we'll see how like how i feel that's a solid plan i don't hate it <clears throat> well i was but, gonna say say the what no you go no you go ahead because no, i'm just switching topics so you go oh, ahead okay the last thing i was gonna say is but hopefully if our spooktacular october giveaway on twitch goes well oh that's we right. Might, we might still be streaming on Halloween. That's right. Because right now we're trying to get it so that we give away some dice that we have, as well as the dice tray. But if we get a crazy amount, we're going to do a full full stream that day, right? We're going to do like a 12-hour stream potentially. So Yeah. Or 24 hours That'd... if it gets crazy high. But yeah. It gets crazy high. But I'm just saying. So if you wanted to check that out and come hang out with us on Halloween, um, that's over on Twitch. Oh, that's, that's tomorrow. It would literally be tomorrow when this is live. But that's twitch.tv slash RNG underscore PC. If you wanted to come do that, that's what we'll be doing there. Um, <laughs> what were you going to switch topics to, good sir? I just have a question that I've been contemplating lately. Oh, hang on. Wait. My response. I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween either. That's what, why I asked you. because I'm between Uh-oh. either uh, the, uh, the dude and actually like shaving the parts of my beard and just keeping the... The goatee or whatever technically yeah, it is. Go- goatee part. Um, or... Because um, I want to do something with Liz because she has a Halloween party for us to go to. So if I did that, she was going to be um, – oh, what's the, the redhead in that? I don't There's, know. I forget her name. Uh, Julianne Moore? Yeah, Julianne Moore's okay. character in that. Um, we were going to do that. Or she, I don't know why she came up with this, but like I was like, oh, I can be Paul Bunyan because I think she said she wanted to be uh, – I said, you could be babe. I said, you could be my babe, my babe the blue ox. <laughs> so 
So that's, I would be. That's uh, that's a weird, weird sexual kink you guys are exploring <laughs> with that one. I would just because um, I think that'd be cool because I could put my hair up, have have the the uh, beanie, and then just dye my beard black, and then she could wear all blue. And like, yeah, my and then you can like put a leash on her, and you can just start oh, dominating. Whoa, who walks an ox with a leash? Okay, <laughs> you got to control it's, it somehow. It's called you a give yoke. her a shock collar. It's called a yoke. What? Yeah. That's an. It's, you know, that's a great transition to my question. I wanted to ask you. No, that's what they're called, isn't it? I think that's when you yeah. put on uh, Y O K. Y O K. Got it. Yep. Y O K E. It's a yoke. Yeah. Yep. I'm not crazy. You know what else is a yoke? <laughs> what, sir? The inside of an egg. Correct. Which leads me to my question. Oh Jesus! What? <laughs> Why do we check egg cartons when we buy them? Do you know? Yeah, to make sure the egg's not broken. That's what we're looking for. I never. I just look. I I go shopping. I open an egg carton, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm becoming slowly what? becoming my parents. I'm like, oh, how eggs you, are there. Put it how, in my cart. Wait. So you've never known why you opened it? <clears throat> no, it's just like it was just like adult instinct at that point. Like I'm buying these. I should open them before I buy them. Open it. Did you just do that? Twelve with eggs. Everything? Close it. Put <clears throat> it in my cart. You didn't do you like you do that with a box of cereal. Be like, oh, yep. There's a bag in here. It's close sealed. It, close it back up. You can just shake it. No, no. Yeah, it's to make sure the eggs aren't broken. You don't move them around. I open them and make sure they all move because if nope. there's a little crack in one, it'll be leaking out and be sticky and it won't move. Well, if they move, then it's alive, Jake. Not like that. I move it in the little. What are they called? So you got the egg carton. What's the little egg carton holder thing? The it's little, home. Yes, it's home. No, the little like each thing, each of the twelve eggs sits in the twelve little holes. If you just kind of take your finger and move it around slightly in the little hole if it doesn't move much and it's like stuck it means there's a little crack in one of the eggs and you shouldn't get it i just look at them I'm like eggs look like eggs and you i are, put them in my cart you are what so like you just you're telling me little little baby nathan would sit in the cart see his parents open the egg container and be like i can't wait to do that one day <laughs> i can't wait to grow up and be be given the responsibility of opening <laughs> opening the egg garden for god knows whatever reason just no just was, it was like it's like just instinct i didn't have a conscious thought about it as a child but now i was an adult i'm like why am i doing this i'm just gonna close i'm just gonna roll the dice from here on out and just buy egg cartons i hope i think it's one. all a conspiracy against the egg producing community the farmers what yeah yeah what is this conspiracy theory please do- i don't know Go on. No, you started this. What is opening it, making sure that how is that against farmers? So, farmers, yep, as we all know, mm-hmm. are trying to turn all of us into crops. Obviously, like like human beings, because if they yep. can figure out a way to crop human beings, then mm-hmm. we'd have an endless supply of food, sure. right? Because there's yep. so many of us. So goddamn many. Of us. So you open up the egg cartons. Yep. To make sure that your egg isn't like radiating any type of energy that the mm-hmm. humans can just like naturally pick up on that says "Don't buy me." Right, and looking and at the, it, making and, eye contact with the egg naturally yeah. in us, we would have a fight or flight complex. Exactly. It would. Yeah. It's like your. It's like your dysphobia for dots or Trip, whatever the fuck. Tri- tryptophobia and its holes. Tryptophobia. That's a real. Thing. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying this is a real thing too, Jake. Uh-huh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um. So you look at the eggs and your adrenaline spikes. Don't buy that carton because that's your that's your brain telling you. So you're gonna be you're gonna be crops. In that situation, what you're telling me it's okay to spike a carton of eggs. 
if that's what's happening because if that's yeah. the fight or flight response right there in my local Kroger or whatever, yeah, I could just open it and be like, nope, and these then, when everyone, then when everyone looks at you funny, it's like, sorry, I'm a millennial <laughs> and they'll, un- they'll understand. Dude. I'm over the millennials being weird, younger joke. We're we're officially like into our our. You're in your 30s and you're a millennial, so I mean, just whoa. Saying. In my 30s, I've opened the door. I'm not. I haven't walked in yet. <laughs> I'm on the precipice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. It's saying. like every scary movie. I've opened the door. The crowd's screaming at me, "Don't go in!" But I don't have the heart to kill myself. So eventually, I'm gonna, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Well, I think we found it. We have found the line, <laughs> as we do every time with our intro topics. Um, so unless you have any other lines you'd like to cross, um, I no, think, just, I think we're I just wanted to get... ask one the reason. What Last thing. Let's go back to that. At what point, what happened for you to be like, this is what I want to talk to Jake about? This morning. You were shopping? Yeah. Well, no, I haven't shopped yet. It's a thing I've been thinking about for a while. I asked my Twitter friends, too. Can confirm you're looking for a crack. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Uh, Come back next week for more asking the basic questions of life with Nate and Jake. Uh, Looking for crack or a crack? Or crack itself, like crack cocaine. Exactly. Mm. Dude, there's a comedy sketch for you now. You open up a fucking egg crack. You just got crack cocaine. Oh, no. Crack. Oh, no. These eggs got crack. <laughs> All right. That's good, that's good enough for SNL. Dude. During during not political seasons. <laughs> true. True. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into my spooky character this week. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to grow okay. on. I think it's going to grow on you. Oh, interesting. And segue. We would like to take this moment to shout out our Patreons. Thank you so much, Bending Dove, and least for your patronage. You can check Duff out on twitch.tv slash impendingduff where he offers tips and advice on painting Warhammer minis. Liz is an actress who will be in an upcoming indie feature called Moonwater. Check it out when we post about it later on our social media. If you would like to be shouted out here, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc. Sign up at the appropriate tier, and we will shout you out here as well. You can also join our Discord and request character sheets when you sign up, like the one for this week's Spooktacular Character. I'm now floating off into the ether.
Okay, so it's my turn again. Last spooky character, but we're still on that mid-max grind. Yeah, still on going. Sure. Through. Why? 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 Why are you not so? so why, why have you never supported my going through each race and building a min-max version of it? I need to know. Um, because I'm a terrible friend and don't support you, Jake. I appreciate you being honest. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I just, because I know we, the whole thing for us is like, we're not about min-maxing here. And I think the reason we're not about it is because it's like, I feel like so many people do that, right? Inherently just like, oh, I just want to min-max the shit out of this and have it have the most, you know, blah, 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 and all this. And like, for me, I think this, it's just like, don't just stop at that if you're going to do that. Don't, don't allow that, like, actually still come up with the backstory. Actually still have a reason that it makes sense. And, and all yeah and, and for me too i mean the main thing i guess we do at this level since we're just creating the character when min maxing it here at least for the backstory it's one of those things where we just encourage you to think about it ahead of time so that when you grow into it because like it's mainly just stats at this point right it's mainly where, where the dice rolls go and looking yeah. into what abilities kind of stack together and don't overlap but anyways i'm excited for this well so here. so i have a i have a i have a real answer to your question. Okay. The reason why I initially started off on not, and I, I just it's just my initial reaction is to go, oh, <laughs> just because that's who I am as a person, it's and I had to sort that out it's for the bit. But no. yeah, because um, I hate, <laughs> I I have a general dislike for when we have to learn a lot while we're recording. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So the first few episodes, we spent a lot of time reading backgrounds, figure out which one fit. True. To give us like the stats to cover the most stats but now you've been you've brought backgrounds the past two which i appreciate so we do less reading while we're recording which i think makes for better a better time so so what you're saying is you don't <laughs> like when rng jesus takes the wheel no i don't like when we have to learn as we go but like that's just i like having more ready to go okay. than learning as we go well i like learning i think learning is is, is power or knowledge is power. yeah but you can learn ahead of time and not an hour before we record but i want to i want to learn with everyone at home <laughs> the sweet sweet people whose ears were whispering these sweet nothings into well you can give them the synopsis and just the the Synopsies. you know important points Synopsis. especially since most of the backgrounds from the place we draw them from they can't fucking write for <laughs> shit it's true it's true um okay anyways for this week. See, the thing I'll say is for the backgrounds, why I've been bringing them is because I'm trying to have them be related to the spookiness. So that's probably going to change, just so you know, in two weeks when I get to... Because this week we're at Druid. Sorry, this is a very roundabout way of saying the, the, what I'm min-maxing this week is a Druid. Um, but what's next? What's after Druid? After D? Um, what's the next race with after D? I don't know. Excretion. Excretion, yeah. Fighter, fighter. Oh, is it fighter? That's not a race, it's a class. Right? Yeah, class. I was saying race. Woof. Woof. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, it'd be fighter. It is fighter. Because there's no E. There's no E class. Correct. You win. I just checked it. You're right. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I brought Druid this week, and I wanted it to be spooky. Right? So, we're making a spooky Druid. And so, that's where I was looking for in backgrounds. Well, and actually, too, I, I started just by looking at the Druid classes and was like, okay, What's or not classes, circles, the different circle of, of druids, the sort of subclass. And yeah. the one that stuck out to me was Druid uh, Circle of Spores. Which I that's a Tasha's one, isn't it? Um yes, Tasha's cauldron cauldron of everything. Um mm -hmm. and so for anyone that doesn't know and isn't familiar, it's a little bit newer. I'll read it to you. 
It says, Druid of the Circle of Spores find beauty in decay. They see within mold and other fungi the ability to transform lifeless material into abundant, albeit somewhat strange, life. These druids believe that life and death are parts of a grand cycle, with one leading to the other and then back again. Death isn't the end of life, but instead a change of states that sees life shift into a new form. So, I think there's some spookiness in that. And the first thing that visually came up to me when I'm thinking spooky, druid, circle of spores, is Swamp Thing. Okay. Are you familiar with that at all? Um, I think so. So. I mean, yeah, there was a is movie. This, it's like a movie, isn't it? That, well, so it was a movie back in the 90s, but it's also based on a DC character. Okay. So it's actually a comic book character as well. The Swamp Thing. Yeah, this is kind of what... When you said Swamp Thing, this is similar to what I envisioned. But no, I'm not actually familiar with the I'm, thing itself. I'm not very familiar either. I remember the 90s movie, and I loved it as a kid. Because it was like a love story. Or like a forbidden love story of this guy that dies in some like acidic swamp. And then like comes back. you know. But like I was just at least thinking visually for... Okay, Druid and Circle of Spores. Because the thing too with Circle of Spores is you get <clears throat> Halo of Spores. You're surrounded by invisible ne- necrotic spores that are harmless until you unleash them. And then a creature within 10 feet of you uh, takes necrotic damage when you do whatever type things. And then also on top of that, um, you can channel something through the spores where uh, you do damage when you hit people. As well as, um, what was the other thing? Transforming into instead of transforming into a beast form, you gain temporary hit points from the spores. So it just feels like there's some like an aura presence coming off it, which I would just imagine if you look like the swamp thing. Yeah, there's definitely going to be stuff that's just kind of like coming off of you in some yeah. way that's just kind of oozing off. Um, and it's it's generally one of those spookier looking uh, comic book characters. Usually in, in DC, it's in the Dark Justice League, I believe, um, or or whatever. So, so yeah, so I was like, that's cool, that's dope, let's get into some sort of creepy druid swamp thing looking motherfucker. So, to that point, when I was looking at backgrounds, I think I found the perfect one, it's called Plant Being. Okay. <laughs> and, so in Plant Being, it says, uh, this is where, again, we apologize for how this is written, if it's written poorly, or if I read it poorly, right? We got the two, two things coming out of here that could fuck this yeah, up. Yeah, all the odds are stacked against us. Yeah, but, you know, hey, RNG, Jesus, take, RNGesus, take the wheel. Uh, plant being. Some say these beings were created by the gods to ensure safety and protection of the organisms that live in the wilderness, while others say that those who walk in the wilderness and never return are turned into these beings of vines and flowers. These rumors are both true in a way. These beings are created by the gods. These beings are created by the gods. Well, okay. When a traveler ventures into the forest and passes, the gods place their souls into human-like forms made purely out of the nearby plants and vegetation. The plants become fresh and the... Yeah, the plants... Be- flesh. Flesh. Wow, that's on me. The plants become flesh yep. and the plant you were created from grows from your body. The type of plant depends on the ecosystem. Yeah, anyway, so it's someone that, like, it's brought back to life through plants and organisms in some kind of weird way. I'm also thinking, like, another at least visual inspiration for this is the, uh, uh, like, Davy Jones from, uh, uh, like, the way the sea and different things grow into it in some way. So keeping it humanoid and then not being sea stuff but being plant like yeah. wild growth type things. So do you fear death? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's dope. Um, and with this, the background it gives you nature, or you choose to of nature, medicine, animal handling, survival, or deception. And within druid, is that where we get? No, it's not. 
I don't think it's true that we get our other skills. Let's see. You could also be like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's also another thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the skills you get from Druid are Arcane, Animal Handling. And so, like, you, you can you can choose from the background. I would probably say your, your Animal Handling you'd get from Druid. I would say Deception and maybe Nature. And then from Druid, take Animal Handling. And depending how you want to play it, Survival or Animal Handling and Insight or Arcana. I think Animal Handling wouldn't be important. Because in some way, you're going to be doing a lot of nature-based stuff. But Arcana and Insight are also big. So, you know, do with that what you will. But yeah. So, that's what I brought for those first two. And then I was also, also almost like, well, if this thing is just growing from plants, and like plants grow from whatever it is, it doesn't matter what the race is. The race could just be whatever. So I was originally like, maybe we just roll on it. But then I was like, wait, no, I'm min-maxing this. <laughs> That's right. I want to make sure I want to make sure that I'm getting the proper pluses to the stat that matters most, which for druid like clerics is wisdom. So when I looked through which had the best pluses to wisdom, Furbolg was the main one again. But I just made a Furbolg, so I didn't want to make another one. And there was a, one other race that has a plus two to wisdom, um, or has the ability for one of the subclasses to have it, or sub races to have it, and that is Shifter. So, okay. I decided to go with that. Um, and for anyone that's not familiar with a shifter, they are essentially the descendants of some sort of wear creature. It says, shifters are sometimes called the wear touched, as many believe that they were descendants of humans and lycanthropes. They are humanoids with bestial aspects. While they cannot fully change shape, they can temporarily enhance their animalistic features, a state they call shifting. Whatever their origin, shifters have evolved into a unique race. A shifter walks on the knife's edge between wilds and the worlds around them. Do they embrace their primal instincts of the path or the path of civilization? So, yeah. So, I also think this fits well with the idea of somebody being reborn from nature. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense to me. So, with that, within shifter, the sub-race that gives you the plus two to wisdom is the wild hunt, which says wild hunt shifters are sharp and insightful. Um, some are constantly alert, ever ever wary of possible threats others focus on their intuition searching within wild shifters are excellent hunters they also tend to become the spiritual leaders of the shifter community um where it also oh wait it was up here that's the thing i was trying to read because what what they'll do with this again since they're descendants of some sort of were creature in some way they the their uh physical aspects and visual parts of them will look like um the certain where creature they descend from and for the wild hunt one it says shifters are born from any creature that tracks their prey so it could be like okay. your classic wolf or it could be a more like tiger or something like that like just some sort of more hunter a tiger tiger yes um birdie <laughs> um so yeah so that, that's what i brought you get the plus two to wisdom you also get a plus one to dex i believe which is just good in general to have for um TC, uh, your AC. Um, so, yeah. Dex? Yes. Dex. I thought Con influenced your AC. No, Con influences your health. Dex influences your AC. Oh, duh. Yeah. I was combining AC into one lump thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I My bad. I've played D&D before. Like twice. He's played at least twice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And the other thing is um, for the rolling part um, – Rolling, 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 rolling. Are we? Is, are we carrying that over? Yeah. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> um, part of the equipment is that you get a trinket from your life before death. So I brought in a table of trinkets to roll on that is from Strahd. Um, so I thought that would be the curse of Strahd. Just, just Strahd? Yeah, it's just the curse of Strahd. Okay. God, I'm trying to shorthand it for all, all the cool kids. Which is a book. Which is a, or it's not, it's um, what's it called? When you can play through a whole camp. It's a module, module. motherfucker. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't think of. So it's a module. Um, yeah, I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to point out. Oh, so for languages, oh, again, this is just showing the min max here. For the language for shifter, you get common and quarry or corn and one other language of your choice and then also from the plant being background you get elven or sylvan and then from druid you get druidic so you get a lot of different languages granted druidic and cor- quarry what is this one Q- how do you pronounce this q-u-o-r-i i don't fucking know quarry whatever whatever i, I don't think these are com like commonly used languages but you also get to choose one other one so you could like you get a, a good good amount of languages from that you get some cool overlapping abilities because also for shifter um, for wild hunt oh you get proficiency in the survival skill so you don't have to take that um, and then as a bonus action you can mark oh listen to this as a bonus action you can mark one creature within 10 feet of you until the end of your next long rest your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make to find that marked creature and you always know their location if it's within 60 feet of you what spells that? It's it's a it's a part of the wild hunt mark. So it's the mark mark the scent. So gotcha. If you get within ten feet of somebody and then want to follow them, you it's almost complete. Like you, it's almost impossible for them to get away from you. And, and that's somebody. dope, like a fucking coon hound. Yeah, right. So like that, that's cool. And then the other thing is uh, when you shift into your form or whatever, which gives you some general things from uh shifting as a bonus action you can shift into more bestial form um so that's the other thing too is with this creature with druids you can shift into wild shape so there's a lot of just shape shifting happening with this character you Um, know you want to know you want to know a recent uh mark the scent ability we've seen in real life what brian laundry's parents (laughs) i'm not happy about that you're telling you're telling me that those motherfuckers looked for like three hours and found their dead son? I call bullshit. I'm with the internet sleuths on this one. Something shady's happening. I don't care. <laughs> I cared. I wanted Brian Laundry to be brought to justice or eaten by an alligator. Okay. I don't think either of those things happened. <laughs> I, I, my hot t- I, Okay, we don't need to get into any of that. <laughs> They've got Mark of the Scent, dude. They found him. Sure. They knew where he was the whole time. Sure, sure. Um... The last thing I was saying with shifters, you get the shifting ability, you turn turns you more bestial appearance, um, and you get temporary hit points. I think, yeah, you get hit points equal to your constitution modifier plus uh, your level. So you you essentially get a like you can be very tanky as this druid. Um, and so Ooh. for me, that's the one thing that kind of will want to go into. The top thing is wisdom. The next thing would be constitution, and then dex is what I would say. So. We would want our second highest number to be constitution for sure because it allows the shifter to then get even more hit points when they shift into their uh, slightly more shifted bestial form. Okie dokie. All right, cool. So the first thing I did want to roll on, though, is this table of Strahd for the trinket because I'm, I'm curious to figure out what, what this person did in their real life, how they died, and then what they're doing now. Interesting. Because do they have a, how many names do they have? At least twelve. There's gonna be at least twelve okay. names. 
Um, so that'll be that'll be fun for us to figure out. Gotcha. <laughs> I want him to have his main names as Dumbledore. What is it? Albus. Oh, wow. he has five, doesn't he? I think he's got five names. I I forgot. Like I knew his. So like I told you, I'm rewatching them right now. Yeah. Um, I knew he had a long name, but I forgot how long. And when he first introduces his full name, which is at Harry Potter's tri- trial yeah. and um whatever, <laughs> one of his names is Brian. I laughed out loud. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> he names all these names. He's like Brian Dumbledore. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. But no, I think yeah. so. For me, the character—I mean, for this character, it's what was he doing before he died? What is he brought back to then do by the gods in some way? And that's where I think that's where the druidic stuff comes from. But um, we'll figure that out. And so I think one of those things okay. that'll be important is when we're looking at the strats or the trinkets, it'll kind of go into—I don't know—something. It'll hopefully give us something for their their uh, prior life before death. So I'm rolling a d100 because I want to roll this one, and then I'll let you roll personality trait. All right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. God, I, I sit in this chair and I become just a fucking yawn boy of yawn town, man. Yawn boy of yawn town. <laughs> All right. I rolled an 85, which is an inkwell that makes one a little nauseous when staring at it. Nice. What? I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I said nice because I wasn't really listening and then I actually processed what you said and I'm just like, what? I don't, well, I don't know what to do with that. Um, An inkwell that makes you vomit when you look at it? Nauseous. It makes you a little nauseous. It makes you sick. Maybe it's just got a dot pattern that makes people with tryptophobia freak out, right? Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. What number did you say? 80-something? 80 85 is what I rolled. That's what I thought. Why I'm in the, do I see okay. a diary with seven missing pages? Yeah, that's because I went to the Curse of Strahd. You want to click on the top tab. See, you when you start, player's handbook is clicked at the very top. I like oh, the that's curse of, stupid. I like the curse of Strahd because it's a little bit more spooky. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and so Dumb. the reason we're rolling this again is because the plant background says you get a trinket from your life before death, as well as a set of common clothes. Also, you know what I wanted to point out, and I think is fucking hilarious. You died, right? And you're this plant being now. You would yeah. think maybe, maybe this is the one time this character won't have a musical instrument. Well, you'd be fucking wrong. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Every D&D background or race or whatever gives you a goddamn musical instrument. <laughs> like, yes, it does. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you get a trinket, set of commoner's clothes, a musical instrument, and a pouch containing three plants of your choice. Um, so. All right. Stupid. So, I don't know what the inkwell means. I think it probably, I mean, in some way, we can go into, like, it means they write or maybe they were they they were delivering that i don't know we'll figure that out uh once we get more of the personality traits and stuff um into this so if you would like to roll the personality trait good sir yeah uh sorry i'm all discombobulated uh personality trait plant being d8 d8 yep uh where the fuck is it i found that's not it oh oh. i found it proud of you i'm very proud of you (sighs) Okay. Are you rolling? Yep, there you go. Let gravity do most of the work. I'm just here to vibe and live as a plant, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a dude. We got the dude as a a plant swamp thing being. (laughs) I'm just here to vibe. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Okay. I will roll the ideal, which is a D6. I rolled a three. Ooh. Oh, which is terrorizer. 
As a being created by the gods, I should have complete authority over all beings living in my domain, and they should bend to my will. Okay. <laughs> but he's just here to vibe. What alignments I come with? Oh, evil. That's evil alignment. Evil! evil. Yep, it sure, <laughs> it sure is. All right, D6 for the bond. Oh, man. Are we making a chaotic Earl evil a, villain? I rolled a one. Okay. I stay loyal to the environment and protect the growing ecosystem. Okay. All right. This dude's uh, a psychopath. He's crazier than my character. All over the place. All right. His ideals. All right. All right. So, D6 for the flaw. I think it's the last thing we're rolling before them. Stats. Here we go. Oh, I almost knocked my coffee right off the table. That would have been the end of this entire podcast. All right. I rolled a four for the flaw. I tend to look scarier to others because the plant I was made from. Can we name this character Audrey? Why? Because that's the name of the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. I was going to say, I'm thinking... Feed me! I was thinking of Venus Flytrap. I was actually thinking... Oh, so that was the other thing I wanted to point out So while we're here. So it has... And again, this is a, a, a homebrewed background. You would want to talk to your DM about this as a thing. But one of the features is called growth. It says your body produces the plant or plants you were created from. These are able to be harvested and possibly eaten. If edible, these plants grow back every 24 hours. Your body is also able to regenerate limbs within 72 hours if the plant growth is focused on that area of the body and not harvested for three days. Um, the last bit's about the economy and not selling it or whatever. That's, again, talk to your team about it. But to, to that extent, I kind of like the idea this person starts as their corpse and as they get more damaged, the plants just fill it in. Yeah. So, like, but however, it also comes with another feature, which, I, which yeah. typically, tip, typically, if one of these backgrounds comes with more than one feature, it'll say feature or alternate feature. Yeah. These are both just straight up features. Yep. So while you have that cool growth one, uh, you're also flammable as fuck. Yep. I was gonna say, yeah, that, and, and 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 again, I love a good character that has things like this that make it, um, um, not f- more flawed, but like I guess give it more role playing things to really play with. But like, so essentially, uh. You're vulnerable to fire, which in D and D, just vulnerable in D and D, I think means something specific, particular. I can't spell. V U L N. Fine. Google, E-R. Google helped me out. I, I just type in the letters until Google knows what I'm saying. Um. So if a creature or an object has resistance to a damage type, that damage is halved. If a creature has or object has vulnerability, the damage type, the damage is doubled. So it's just doubled. Okay. So that means anytime someone does fire damage to you, it's just doubled the damage. That's what I thought it was. I just wanted to make sure. Um, so, yeah, again, I like that. But then this, this also says you continue to burn until the fire has been put out. So any, So it doesn't just have to be fire that would catch you on fire. Any sort of fire. So that even means like little just... Um, what is it like uh, uh fire bolts that would yeah. fuck you, which is a cantrip for wizards right so for a wizard yep. cantrip it could almost entirely kill you yeah if you don't get put out yep so again that's what i'm saying Feed I, me. I don't want to say right off the bat but this sounds like it's a cool little art like villain for one arc or in a town or somewhere nearby or something like that um yeah that could even be a returning thing because as you kill it it just grows back <laughs> right like yeah. One little plant still remains. Yeah. Oh. You can make like nine movies out of it. Right. Just keep it going. Make them all placed in Shanghai so you can get that Chinese money. <laughs> okay. Make billions. All right. Okay. Let's keep rolling. 
I, I'm not 100% sold on that yet. I still want this to be a playable character in some way so we can find a, a reason to, to get to that. Um, but let's get to them stats. I just rolled the flaw. Would you like to roll the first? So we're rolling six times. We're min-maxing them, so we're putting them up here at the top. Mmm, that good, good dice foley. Oh. What, oh, is it bad? I rolled a five. That's so good. And then three ones. Oh, no way. Yeah. Is that seven? That's seven. Woof. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Starting off hot. Here we go. Jesus Christ, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling. Okay, better. Six, four, two, one. So 12. Still not amazing, but like I'll take that. Almost double. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see if my dice are broken today. It's a no, it's a no bones day for my dice, I think. What does that even mean? Um, I don't understand the bones. <laughs> what is the bones reference? It's all over the internet. I'm old and I don't follow this. I don't keep up. <laughs> I'm glad we're here. <laughs> so, there's this man who has grown an immense TikTok popularity because he has a pug who's on its deathbed. Oh, that it's, looks for bones. And so that's where this comes from? It doesn't look for bones. It's 13 years old and every single morning this guy rubs his pug's belly and he he takes his pug and stands it up on on its feet, and if the pug instantly falls over and goes back to, to bed, it's a no bones day. But if the dog will support its own weight, then it's a bones day. And based on how Noodle, which is the name of the pug, reacts, he tells an entire generation of people how their day is going to go, and everyone is here for it. So it's like you're a dice rolling thing, but with a dog. With a 13-year-old pug whose tongue is never fully in its mouth. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Pugs are ugly, too. Pugs are beautiful nope. in their own way. No, nope. that is just, that is a polite way of saying you're ugly as fuck. Pugs, I would own a pug if I could financially, if I was uh, afford to do so. And, but and, they have and, a lot of problems yeah, when they get older, say, and I don't want to put it down because I can't afford to help. Yeah, it. I would say so. By by afford to do so, you mean the fact that we've inbred them amongst themselves for however fucking long to the point where they can't breathe now. I mean, is that why they're not, yes. their faces have always been smushed? Nope. Haven't they? No. The breeding of dogs have led to all of the issues that dogs now really have. The healthiest dogs are mutts because it's yeah. literal inbreeding. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's gotcha. No. Oh, so interesting. Well, yeah. I think they're fucking adorable. And when I'm well Ugh. off and can afford to give it a good life, I will one day own a pug. Ugh. And I'm going to name it Repugnant. That's funny. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Riri Boy or for girl, short. I don't give a shit. Repugnant. Riri for short. Repugnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a dream. They they a constantly, dream. you can hear them breathing, just so you know. You know that, right? Just. I know. I know. Constantly. It's like me when I'm sleeping. We can get along. That's we got something we not, can relate not on. Not just when they're sleeping. Constantly. I know. But there's a part of me that turns into a pug, I think. Oh, what did you get? <laughs> what, was, what was your dice roll? What is your no bones day? Oh, yeah. That's where we are. I rolled a six, a two, a one, and a one. So nine. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. But now you know what Bones and No Bones Day means. And I'm not ha- I'm not better for it. <laughs> I'm rolling dice. Okay, here we go. Six, six, four, two. Thank you. Is that uh, 16? I don't know. I wasn't listening, so I'm taking your word for Jesus. it. Jesus. My turn. I hope I'm sub 10 the whole time. Oh, no. My bones Good. made up for it. Good. 
I rolled a five, a five, a three, and a three, so, so 13. 13. All right, last dice roll. Let's go. Oh, what is this one? Not, God damn it. Oh, the five. You want to use mine instead? No, use a five, two, two, one. So nine. Jesus. <laughs> damn. So much for min-maxing. you got to make some tough choices no, here. the 16. Would you like to know what I roll just for shiggles? Sure, it doesn't matter. A six, a six, a four, and a four. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> Put the 16 in wisdom, right? <laughs> yep. Leave that there for now. 16 goes in wisdom. I think, so the thing to, let me just double check. I don't think druids really need strength. Okay. Because they can wild shape and they can, like that, that'll physically change their strength if they need to. Um, I'm looking at the spores thing. Oh, so I guess kind of when your melee weapon attacks, deals extra, does damage, you do extra necrotic damage. But you can make a melee weapon be a dex-based weapon still. Like a staff or, or something. I mean, I know typically when we're min-maxing, right, the idea is to put our biggest number into the, the stat we're going to use the most. Mm. But we've also already found classes and things that are going to give us plus two to that. So we could use, like, our second best... Which makes it okay, and then put wisdom somewhere that's also kind of important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if we put like we, if we put the 13 there, wisdom becomes 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but to that extent, it would almost make as much sense to put the 12 there, make the wisdom 14. It's the same plus. Yeah. It's a, it's the same. Uh, but but the thing is, like, then I would put the 16 in con maybe. Yeah, like I said, it was just an idea. Like we can, we we have the plus two to put somewhere. It's going to make one of our other even numbers like only one shy of our best number. You know, only one like bonus shy. That's true. Well, so that's so right. it's I was like try- we can put I- our sixteen somewhere, not wisdom, if we want. I was trying to think the lowest where we should put the seven, essentially. Gotcha. <laughs> because <laughs> the only pluses we're getting are to dex and wisdom, and I don't want to put the seven in dex to make it eight. Like, nope. Like, so it's like either for me, it's going in charisma, intelligence, or strength. Okay. I think maybe charisma. Let me just look at um, bum, 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 skills for 5e. Um, you know you know, you want to make an Andrew plant being. No. So you can just play your stupid characters no. <laughs> with their stupid but, trains but see, of thought. But see, this is where I wanted to look again <laughs> and see what... Intelligence checks give you arcana, history, investigation, nature. So, like, I don't want nature to be super negative for this being. That's true. So that's why I'm looking at charisma. It's deception, intimidation, performance, and persuasion. I don't think persuasion is going to matter. The one I'd be concerned about here is intimidation. So, like, having a negative intimidation check. Uh, Yeah. And then for strength, it's just athletics. So it might just be strength, right? But then the thing is that's the attack. But let me see finesse weapons. Finesse. Oh my god, why is the... Oh, still there. Finesse weapons, 5e. Because finesse weapons allow you to use dex instead of strength, if I remember correctly. Yes, when making an attack with a finesse weapon, you, you use your choice of strength or dex. So, um, bum, bum, bum. weapon properties heavy. Okay, so what are some of them? I'm trying to see if a staff is one. I don't know if stop my head. I, I don't. Oh, either. staff? Yeah, because if a staff can be one. Let me see. 
that would be great because it would totally make sense for a druid to have a staff and okay whatever um rapier scimitar short sword whip oh whip could also work so we're trying to figure out what kind of fucking Dart. weapon a staff is yeah i i don't think I, I think it's it's not because it did not pop up uh, it's a quarter it's staff a is melee a, oh, it's a simple weapon okay so i don't think that means we could use the decks what is what are simple weapons let me look in this um it's a simple two-handed melee weapon so if you're proficient in what two-handed oh, is that a thing why is this so fucking hard to figure out staffs are like the most prominent <laughs> so fucking item when you think of fantasy shit yeah i'm trying oh here was the list i wanted so let me find simple Okay, here we go. Weapon proficiencies. The two categories are simple and martial. Most people can use simple weapons with proficiency. These weapons include clubs, maces, and other weapons often found in the hands of commoners. Martial weapons include swords, axes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the proficiency with a weapon allows you to add proficiency bonus. Yes, I'm talking to think. Uh. So simple isn't exactly what I wanted. I think, uh, let me find staff down here again. I think versatile is what it's saying it is. Okay. So quarter staff is versatile. Which says 1d8. So the versatile um, label is this weapon can be used with one or two hands. A damage value in parentheses appears with the property. The damage when this weapon is used with two hands uh, to make a melee attack. Okay. So essentially, if you use it with two hands, you do more damage versus if you use it with one hand. That's all that means. But it is not okay. technically finesse. So a dagger. I mean, maybe they. I mean, they have vine whip as druids. One of my favorite cantrips is vine whip. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, so maybe they just constantly. You can pull people forward with that one. Yeah, can't you? you can pull people with it if you want. Yeah, you can hit them with it, and that. And so maybe that. So the, my only concern here, and why I'm looking into this, is again, if we give the dump stat like to strength, I want to make sure they can still attack. They can use their spells. They can wild shape and do all of that. But at lower levels, I want to make sure. For the the spores ability that that you get when you have your melee weapon attacks uh, deal an extra one d six necrotic damage, I uh, see melee weapon. So yeah, they just have a normal whip, and then I think they could also cast vine whip because okay. does a whip count as a melee? It should whip finesse reach. What is this under martial melee weapons? Perfect, great. So yeah, so you do it. You can do an extra d six. Uh, damage with that as well. Okay. So they're they're mainly a whip, whip a whippy a whip a whipper snapper, if you will. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's put the seven in strength. Sorry, all of that to just be like, yeah, fuck their strength. <laughs> this okay. this undead plant being thing has a seven strength. Um, so we got that gone, and I and I feel good about that. I'm fine with them being almost dead, <laughs> like <laughs> when it comes to strength. Okay um dope and now back to the conversation we were having about the wisdom thing if we're going to not put the i think i'm okay with that i'm gonna put the 16 in con because that makes them super hardy as well as when they shift from their shifter ability that temp hp goes up even more right so it's a plus it's a plus three on top of their level um and then put the 12 in wisdom which will get the plus two making it 14 Okay. And then I think we put the dex as 13, which also gets the plus one, which then makes that 14 as well. Okay. And then we got two nines left, so it doesn't really matter. Nine, nine. I mean, yeah, I guess. 
Nine charisma and nine intelligence. Whoa. Not terrible. I feel like we did all right with what we have. Yeah, it's it's not terrible. And the thing, too, is for, again, this is where let's look at intelligence, arcana, history, nature, and religion, and then charisma. I mean, again, we have a lot of options of what we can choose for our skills. So, like, if you choose arcana, that negative one to it won't be there because your proficiency bonus would go into it, right? So that would kind of bring that up. And then you can also choose nature if you want from druid. Um and then from the plant being, uh, you can take the skills of... There's nature here again, survival, deception. Um, what, what form of survival? I think survival is wisdom, though, isn't it? Yeah, survival is wisdom. So you're going to have high to that. So what I would say is look into taking skills that are going to even out the negative ones in intelligence and charisma. Okay. And then, yeah, your main thing is you're not really a physical... Like, you can take a lot of damage, but that kind of makes sense, right? It's kind of like plants, right? Like, a plant's not going to, like, have all this muscle, but it can take a yeah. shit ton. <laughs> it can live Yeah, I step on my grass every day, and it just gets back up. Perfect. It just keeps it just keeps showing up every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, I think that's it for our rolling. Roll, okay. <laughs> you can't help it. You, it's it has become like a Freudian or not Freudian, uh, a Pavlovian thing for you. Yeah, I'm not thinking about having sex with it. I mean, I'm always rolling with it. Rolling, 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 rolling. No, rolling in the deep. Right. That was really close to hitting that note, Jake. Thank you. I'm just like Adele. Wasn't close at all. You're not close at all. You're in Michigan. (gasps) We don't know where Adele is right now. I could be close to her. Close to me. Oh, they're talking about Adele. I am Adele. What? <laughs> you want a recap? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can do a recap. Since it's Halloween, I'm going to do a spooky recap. Ooh. Since I, yeah, this is the last one. Okay. I think it's spooky. Ready? Yep. yep. Oh, hi, Jakey. Oh, fuck off. Are you making a D&D character today? Oh. <gasps> Do you have the sheet? Well, can I see it? No? Your daddy told you not to give sheets to strangers? Well then, Jakey, my name is Pennywise. Pennywise, meet Jakey. We're not strangers anymore, are we, Jakey? Can I see your sheet? Ooh, I see that you brought the background of plant being as well as the class of druid with the subclass of circle of spores. (laughs) The race is shifter. (gasps) I can do that, Jakey. I'll show you later. Then we rolled on some stuff. I see you did that. (laughs) You rolled on (gasps) trinkets from the Curse of Stroud table. That's spooky. And you got an inkwell that makes one a little nauseous when staring at it. But that's okay, Jakey. I'll rub your tummy if you get sick. Next, we rolled on the characteristics. Then you got the personality trait. I'm just here to vibe and live as a plant. Me too. Ideal terrorizer. Oh, as being created by the, as a being created by the gods, I should have complete authority over all beings living in my own domain, and they should bend to my will. (laughs) Makes sense to me. Bond. I stay loyal to the environment and protect the growing ecosystem. With children, what? Flaw. 
I tend to look scarier to others because of the plant I was made from. You don't think I'm scary, do you, Jakey? Then we rolled on the stats. Strength of 7. A dex of 13 plus 1 equals 14. Constitution of 16. Intelligence of 9. Wisdom of 12 plus 2 equals 14. And then charisma of 9. This is so good, Jakey. Want a balloon? I hated all of that. (laughs) If Halloween was an ending, I was going to make a Pennywise character, so that's why I had to do that for this. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) It's gross, and I hate it. Um, Okay. All right. So we're... Need to shake it off? Need to to, to T-Swift it a bit. Um. (laughs) Okay. Okay, 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 okay. So, first things first, what I'm going to say is I want to <laughs> essentially have what happened, wh- why this person was out in the woods someday and why they died, and then what they're brought back to do, right? So, that's kind of the, the, okay. the two halves of this I'm looking at. Um, the only thing we have for the beginning of that is the inkwell, because I think this personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws, and all of that come from after they die. After they've they've, okay. they've in some way passed and are brought back and reanimated and and what do you think is more interesting if they almost are reborn and as something completely entirely new and don't remember their past life in any way or if they still have those memories but now are completely driven by something else? Um, I think it's tough to say because I feel like. I, like, I feel like when you die, your brain shuts off, and I feel like that's an excuse okay. to be like memory dump. You sure. know what I'm saying? You're 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 looking at the scientific fact of this, and I'm talking about the fact that we're <laughs> playing in a Dungeons and Dragons world where they have both dungeons and let me check. Yep, dragons. So I know, but <laughs> science is real in this world, not in this one, but in this one. What? Um. What? What? Rolling? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> um. I get what I you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, I, but I don't want that yeah. to be the reason. I don't want to be like, well, they died, so of course they lose all their memories, right? <laughs> like, I, I'm okay. I'm trying to think narratively. What do like? Is it more interesting if they, in some way, remember like the echo of what they used to be, or if it's just, nope, sorry, I'm an entirely new being, and someone has put me in this body. This is cool. <laughs> like, I think I, I think I'm, I think I always like the, um, like it's not all there. Just, narrative okay like I, I i have a hard time buying into at least personally me being like oh my family won't love me because i'm this monster now it's like so oh, self-deprecating yeah. it makes yeah. me fucking sick right. so it's like i'd rather them have maybe not complete amnesia but like just not a full memory of who they were like they lost some stuff okay. in this crossover i, I would agree I, I, and i like that too and see what that does is again as somebody that's a dm i would like that because that gives me a lot to play with you give me yeah. something like that. Um, so I would say they have little bits of it. And and I think maybe what they – what could even be fun is maybe shifters aren't as well known, right? And they don't know if the, this ability to shift into this wild thing is, is – they, they thought it was something they gained as well when they were reanimated. Okay. Or, or it's just like, yeah, I don't know if this is eh. – because I, I want them to be – I don't think they ran away. I don't think they, they fled from their family in some way and then died in the woods, right? And now they're just reborn. Yeah. Like, that's 
very cliche and schmeh. I think since they are a wild hunt shifter, I liked the idea of they were out doing something. They were tracking something. They were trying to, in some way, they just knew that's why they were out there and they were trying to hunt it down and then they died, right? And then maybe the thing they were even trying to track down in some way killed them. Maybe this is Dog the Bounty Hunter Ooh. looking for Brian Laundry sure. in, in the National Forests of Florida. Yep. And then Dog dies. Yes. And is reanimated because his of his parents hair. find him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> his leather skin actually can't decompose. So the plants took that over they just fill it up and brought the Dog like the Bounty Hunter back to life. Yeah, it's like a scarecrow. They just, they just fill it up from the inside. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I think I, because I think you could tie that together, right? Like this drive to be hunting something down, maybe then becomes. Ooh, okay. I was th- I was actually thinking the same thing. Like with this wild hunt sub race, I think our our person was some sort of tracker to begin yes, with. Yes, I like that. And so what 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 I'm playing at, or what I I think we can tie together now here, which is nice, is because I I don't like anything to be. Oh, yeah, this was just a coincidence, right? Like, oh, they just happened to die, and so they're out in the woods, and so they're like, okay, I'll reanimate this. I want it to be specifically this person was chosen to be lured there, mm-hmm. killed, and then now used for a new purpose. Okay. So to the idea of they're a tracker, they're a hunter, whatever being turned them and reanimated from whatever purpose it is, they wanted their specific skill set. They wanted their tracking ability. They wanted that they could shift and, and go through the wilderness in some way or, or, or track somebody down because that's even part of the plant being background. It says purpose. What, what are you there to protect yourself, others, a loved one, your master, the beings of the wilderness, right? So I think we now take that kind of question of, okay, what is this purpose? What, what, turned them what led them out there and we're looking at um the ideal as being created by the gods i should have complete authority over all the beings living in my domain and they should bend to my will this person is going to be very radicalized and just like anything comes in here it's scorched earth type thing is what i would imagine like they 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 don't care about anything but the plants which is very difficult Stay loyal to the environment, protect the growing ecosystem. The scarier thing doesn't help us at all with this. I'm just here to vibe and live as a plant. Um, <laughs> what if what if we have this? There's some long lost god in, in in some way that had a temple <laughs> that had something stolen from the temple and needed it back. Okay, Moana got it. Sure, sure, yeah, very somewhat Moana esque. But then they are a nature god in some way and they lure this hunter through whatever like vis- visage they they like an animal or something into a trap into a swamp gets stuck in the swamp consumed by the swamp and then reemerges from the swamp now decomposed and dead but still part of its tracking self to go find whatever part of the temple was taken by other adventurers or taken by some some people okay what do you think what, what are your thoughts on that i like that um how long do you think it took for them to come back do you think it'd be long enough that no one's looking for this person anymore i'm trying to think what's more interesting i think it's interesting if no one's looking for him anymore him or they whatever they okay. him or they yeah i think they'd be a they they'd be a they them i think that's the one thing about though especially once this, this i think they were 
at one point, uh, a, a he or a she, and now they're they them. They're just whatever. It doesn't okay. matter. I'm just a plant. Um, so I, I agree that it's kind of like more. Inter- but so then that kind of maybe, I guess for gods, time's not really a thing, right? <laughs> time's not really this huge. Or or the thing that we could do too is since they're a circle of of spores, druid, all these powers come from their reanimation maybe there was a cult yeah. of some sort that is that what lured them in and did this whole process and reemerged them in some way to be this visage to go or this uh, um um champion of of the swamp of this land um i'm just trying to think like i'm, I'm almost thinking as the as being created by the gods line that's almost what they fill him up with right it's either they were actually created by that or that's what they're told <laughs> Right. And so okay. it's like you this is all of your land and somebody stole from you. Somebody took this from you. Go and retrieve it. Go and bring it back in some way. I'm also trying really okay. I really don't want this to be a, a chaotic evil character. I want I mean it's I <laughs> I'm struggling to find anything that would be lawful. <laughs> okay. In any of this. So that leaves us at neutral. So like the plants are law. No. <laughs> plants don't have laws. What? You don't know that. I do. I do know that. You ever spoken to one? Um, no, but I've seen what they do to sidewalks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's all their survival, eh? Yeah. They don't give a fuck about society <laughs> or your rules. They're here to they're here to just fuck shit up and live. Um <laughs> So I think it's I think it's neutral evil, which again, a neutral evil character just is essentially like I am protecting myself. I am taking care of what's going on here. And if it can help me in some way, I will do it. I do not care about anything else. That is all. I am not trying to save or help things that are not directly going to benefit me. Yeah. Is, is how I would imagine and play that. So, to that extent, we, we like that he was a tracker beforehand. I think he had a, a, either a tribe or a family or in some way that he, he was out doing something for. We'll leave the rest up to the DM, right? Whether or not the, the family's still there. Um, what they remember is they were looking for something. They were out there hunting for something, and that's kind of the drive that still keeps them going. And I think maybe the, the inkwell makes him nauseous because he used to write letters back home. And so it makes okay. him nauseous when he tries to pull at those memories that aren't fully there, right? when he's trying to remember parts of that and like the inkwell and like the paper and the actual quill are all like organic things that would have been eroded away kind of by the, um, the swamp that they were consumed in. But the inkwell itself was made out of, you know, non-organic material, some sort of like, you could, I mean, it could be a rock or a metal, which I guess is organic. Yeah. But like, and so, and so like, it just makes them nauseous. I don't think it makes other people and- nauseous. And paper's made from trees, so the fact that their brethren are being chopped down sure. could cause anxiety and nausea. Right, right. And so I think it's one of those things where they have this inkwell that they just kind of, like, play with in some way. Because that, that's what they do when they, like, try and, like, they're trying to grow their brain <laughs> in some way. It makes okay. them sick. It makes them a little, but, like, I mean, it's just creepy. I don't know. It just can just be whatever. But they would write letters, right? So they would write letters back home to those people. Um Sort of vibe and live as a plant. So they have a rather calm demeanor, but then they're also just going to have complete authority over the domain and bend to my will. Where where are you at? What do you, what do you think they're? Do we think it's a cult? Do we think it's a god? I don't like cults. I don't like gods. Okay, what about a hag? It's an old hag that had something. Could be an old hag. 
We don't do you know we don't use hags a lot here. It's true. Could have been a hag. So a hag that lives in a swamp, lured in this yeah. this local hunter, and then yeah, this, the hunter's name's Hansel. Ooh. Okay. Hansel. We got his first. Na- he got his first name. Hansel. He's so hot right now. Um. <laughs> okay. So I don't hate that. I like. I like. Like. So that's their master then, right? So that was part of the thing as well, right? Um part of the purpose what are you here to protect your master is one of them so the hag could be their master but how do we think that aligns with as being created by the gods i should have completed so maybe that's their thing is they they challenge the authority of their master in some way still right they're like sure you you started this but it was a god that reanimated me and like yeah i i am here to protect the swamp and you live in the swamp so like i will do your bidding for you because you cannot leave here but in a way, like it's it's a very tenuous relationship. I don't think they yeah they they care for the hag. It's that they the the hag lives in this environment, so they're they're considered part of it. Yes, I agree. The hag could even have been renamed this way as well. They could also be another plant being that went went more of a, a root of like yeah maybe they were the first one brought back. Yeah. And so part part of them sure. is is in this. So they're also a re- reanimated plant hag, right? So all these, everyone really got into plants over quarantine. Some some people got a little too. Some plants got into people, right? Am I right? Ooh, yeah. Hey. yeah. Um, okay. So do we think they're 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 brought in to go find something? Right? Again, they're filling a void. They're 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 filling a need for this hag now because we we've just we decided it's a hag it's not a god or a temple or a cult yes so a hag reanimates them so the hag had something stolen from them or is the hag want like maybe it's just the, the hunter gatherer type thing that they they're they're tired of going out and doing it and they need really random ingredients or like very rare like things for whatever I like I like keeping the stolen thing I don't want to. Stray away from okay. that. Instead of it being like a god's temple, it was just a hag's house. Okay, so it was a hag's house that had something stolen from it. Yeah. And so she's like, motherfucker, god damn it, now I gotta go get this shit back. I don't want to leave here. So she has a tracker that she knows frequents her woods in some way, lures him in to a swamp where he dies. She does a boil, boil, toil and trouble, whatever type cauldron yep. bullshit. He reanimates out of it. The only thing is that... If it's a hag, that kind of that for me at least when I'm thinking through rationally would speed up the timeline of how quickly that would happen, right? So it's not as like it's been years it took for this thing to reanimate and now it's like because if you're a hag trying to get the, something, the back, magic the magic could still be slow. Hags are patient; they have a long ass time. Okay, okay. In my opinion, I, I just feel like the That's reanimation fair. process, no matter what, would be a slow process. Okay, so maybe it could have even taken months, right? Maybe it's months. Yeah, and I mean. Because the main thing you want from it and that you think is most interesting, and I don't disagree, is that the their loved ones aren't looking for them anymore. They have presumed this thing yeah. dead. This this person, the shifter that went out hunting, didn't come back from the hunt. It's unfortunate, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, and if they went somewhere like super dangerous, like, hey, I'm going out to like the swamp, Yeah, I'll be back in a week's time or something like that, and then like people who aren't equipped can't just go meandering around these swamps. Yeah. So like it could well, even be like two months would be enough time to call it quits. Yeah. So realistically. And, and, and so maybe, maybe that's the thing is it, it went out into this nearby, like it, maybe it, 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 they frequented this swamp and it's, it's, it's sad because 
they're usually good out there. But it's it's this cautionary tale of why it is dangerous. Even somebody that has, you know, trekked this most of their life, all it takes is one slip up and something out there can get you or whatever. So it could even be like this hag knows these people and they're like, I don't give a fuck about you, whatever. Like your kid was useful to me, so I fucking lured him into a swamp and he was dumb enough to fucking go in there and now he's mine whatever fuck off go get my shit and then i don't care what you do like that that could it could be that level of just bull because then the arc we could build to here is him reconnecting with that local family and maybe like the like that could be his background right we meet him when he's out searching but in his background there's this village next to these dark evil woods that has a hag in it his family's in the village and the hag that is now controlling him and he's doing bidding for just live right next to each other. <laughs> like, that's kind of yeah. like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. I like that. Because then that makes it fun if you actually complete the quest as as this person and you get the thing, you bring it back to the hag. Boom, there's a whole other hook now. You had this first hook and whole thing out here of go find this thing and slowly I'll give you breadcrumbs to where it is. Then you have to return home. And now once you're home, again, maybe you don't know as much about your family. You don't know who your family members are. But like as a DM, I'll build that out. I'll build out what's there, and as you're coming through the town, you would have no reason to avoid it, right? You don't know. You don't know these people. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they recognize you. So, And your plant forms. Um, yeah. Cool. And so I think th- the thing with the ideal that I keep bumping on is like how they – I think they, they just – I think they're kind of bossy towards nature. It's not even necessarily like they're, they're bossy. Like they're loyal to the environment and they protect it. But I, I don't think – the ideal almost makes it seem like they're not going to like respect nature in some way. They expect nature to respect them. Yeah. Um, I mean it does say – so like beings is a vague word, right? Yeah. So like – that could also mean fucking people. Like if they think their their domain is a massive space of land, beings can be people. Sure, you know that's true for, the, for like the evilness. That's true. Well, and that's where it's like I I'm not trying to get away from the evilness. I'm just trying to. I think they're bossy, and 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 but I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. What are you struggling with? I'm trying to wrap my head around in a city. How does this person act? Out, gotcha. Right out in the woods. I okay. Yeah, cool. There. I'll show you what's going on out here. No, don't do that. Don't touch that. Seriously, don't touch that. I'll fucking kill you. Like or whatever. Yeah. And like and then getting attacked by nature in some way would almost offend him more. Be like, are you kidding me? I am one of you. I am from this. You should bow before me. Like I think that's how they interact with <laughs> the wilderness in some way. Is they walk around like they own it. And beings to some extent. Like I think when in the city. They feel very out of place is almost what I would imagine. Yeah, but I mean, they do also still have the uh, bond of protecting the environment. So I do think that they would, I think they'd stand up for sure plants and shit, I, house plants, whatever the case may be. I, I, I think they would almost see it as, well, also what's their intelligence? Nine? Okay. So I don't think they put two and two together that cities tore down forests. But if they see plants within there, that would offend them or that would be weird. Yeah. Like, wait, why is this here? You're treating this like a pet? The fuck? Like, who the hell? Like, yeah. And, and that, that kind of upsets them. I don't think they're going around like, oh my God, the city destroyed these woods. Burn it. Like, I, well, yeah. plus they wouldn't want anything to burn because they're fucking flammable shit. But like, 
I think I don't think they're trying to destroy cities, right? Because that that's what I'm that's what I'm struggling with here as well. It's like, okay, are they trying to reclaim these? Like, no, I don't I don't think so. I mean, their main goal I think is still what the hag put them out there to do, but like then how like in in, in general city environments and situations, I don't think they're aggressive towards it. So okay. I stay loyal to the environment and protect the growing ecosystem. Yeah, I think that's just like I think they're grossed out and feel uncomfortable in cities. Try to avoid them whenever they can. Try and stick to the wilderness because they can blend in and just sleep there. And again, they feel like they're at home. They never feel in, at danger out in the in the woods or the wilderness. Um, and then I think I'm leaving the flaw <laughs> for the very last thing because I do want to figure out like that. I think that visually will go into what what it looks like a little bit more. But yeah, I think personality trait. I think that's again the thing is like he's just. Or they're just there. They're really just kind of like, unless triggered or, or, or like kind of like a plant, right? Like it doesn't interact with you unless you interact with it. And, and yeah, but if you eat one of my berries, you're fucked. Exactly. That's, and, and so like that's the thing is like don't. And that's almost the Venus flytrap thing, right? Like, yeah, Venus flytrap's harmless unless you fucking, you know, land in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. Then you die. Um, and then, so that's the plant vibe. It's not going to start anything. It's just going to. They're gonna be there, and they're they're gonna let happen whatever happens. The ideal terrorizer created by the gods that just speaks to their general. They think they're better than everyone, and out in the city, they're uncomfortable. Don't like seeing plants there out in the wilderness. They're in control of not just the group, but the plants there as well. Uh, bond. I stay loyal to the environment, and protect growing ecosystems. They're just always gonna put plants over people in in some way mm-hmm. and try and interact with them. Um, and then flaw. Okay. I tend to look scarier to others because of the plant I was made from. What do we think? So we we know they died in a swamp. Do we want to make it actually look like Swamp Thing? Sure, fuck it. A little bit of Swamp Thing, a little bit of Old Greg, a little bit of Creature of the Black Lagoon. Old Greg. Old Greg's a good pull. <laughs> so we got some moss and Creature yeah. of the Black Lagoon. Images. That's different. That's just like a yeah, yeah, fish yeah. person. No, yeah, but. It's, it's a fish person, but it's still it's very similar. So from old Greg, we're definitely taking the mossy hair. <laughs> definitely got the seaweed hair. Is this Greg? Is, is this is his name Old Hansel or Old Greg or uh, uh, Hansel Greg? Greg Hansel? <laughs> Who old Greg? No, this the character. Their name is. Oh, I don't know. Greg Hansel. Because <laughs> we have, right? It's Hansel and Gretel. Oh. So, yeah, Hansel Greg doesn't work. But Greg Hansel could. Oh, our character's fucking name. What did you think I was... Oh, is that I thought, I'm, like, I'm like, old Greg's name is fucking old Greg. Oh. Well, like, I don't understand. I thought... I'm talking about the character. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, the thing that they're made from is swamp-esque. So I think they have a general green tint to their body. And the thing, too, is with Shifter, they already have some, like, bestial um, attributes. Okay. So I can look these up as well. And so, like, they, they – and, and I think the, the animal that they're from is, like, some sort of hound, some sort of dog or, or wolf-like tracking creature. So, you know, your typical Shifter – like kind of bestial face form that, but that that's so it's got like a snout 
And I, but, oh, you, you've watched Buffy, yeah? No, I don't watch garbage old television. Oh, dude, dude. I like how you say you watch. You, you watch Buffy. Right? I like how you say you've watched Buffy. Like everyone currently is rewatching the entire series of but Buffy. But people, you're at least familiar with what vampires look like in Buffy, right? You know the face change. I have watched less than five minutes of Buffy my entire life. You don't even. So do you not know like the trailer? Like, do vampires look different? No, I don't. I don't know. So they're, they're when they're in their vampiric form, they they change. Their face just changes ever so slightly. So here's a good picture of it. It gets more sunken in. No, it, it just gets more uh, aggressive. Let me open this here. So like that looks terrible. Sure, but this is what I'm. Uh, I'm sorry for everyone at home. I'm looking at the blonde vampire. I don't even know his, what was his name. Spike, in 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 buff, but like normal face, whatever. Typical '90s greaser outsiders look, and then when they go bestial, their 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 brow gets very furrowed. They get like kind of like caveman esque, and their features get a lot more just defined in their face, and their teeth come out. That's what I'm imagining a shifter when they go into their bestial form looks like. Okay, very long way of saying that. I apologize. I'm assuming it's okay. I assumed you were more familiar with that because when looking at this. This picture of the a shifter, which looks like kind of like um, it has more bestial face. Um, I want to describe it better for the people at home. But like it's got pointy ears. Just it's got the furrowed brow. Google f- I mean, they, odds are people listening to us can also use their hands. That's true. But some people do like listen while they're running or while they're driving. And if you're driving, don't don't use your hands for anything but 10 and 2, baby. <laughs> um but they have like a, a lion esque like snout and the kind of like the same kind of like mouth. I think that's what it looks like when it shifts. I think in its normal form or its human form, it, it just maybe has a little bit. I don't. I don't think it's as defined. I'm trying to find a good example of the art in D and D of the two different versions. I swear I had one yesterday. Also, like here's even kind of no. That's just full wear creature. That's the thing that's difficult is like a lot of the, the art and stuff you'll find is just generally for here's what they look like when they're in beast form. And it's like, yeah, but I want to know what they like. Do they just look normal? <laughs> and, and when they're not age, uh, shifters are quick to mature, both physically and emotionally reaching a young adulthood at age 10. Cool alignment tends towards neutrality. So that makes sense for neutral evil size, five to seven feet tall. Um, yeah, they just look like a dog in the face. And when they shift, their their snout elongates and, yeah, whatever. But now it's all tinted green. Sorry, that's where we're getting to the flaw here. Jesus fucking Christ. This is important. <laughs> this is important what this character looks like. This is the most, this is the most we've spent on an appearance. No, it's not. That's not true at all. I'm just trying to figure out. So 100% fact. So I tend to look scarier to others because of the plant I was made from. So I'm going to say the plant they're made from is just general swamp. Swamp plant. Yeah, they probably got fucking like weird pus looking boils on them and shit. Ugh. Their skin's probably all like um Ugh. wrinkly, like when your fingers in the water for too Very long. Pruny. Pruny, that's what I was looking for, yeah. There's I think their skin's completely all of their skin is pruny. Oh, what if they look like this? Swamp thing multi <laughs> I, I I I really I, yeah. Okay. So I think they look very swamp and gaunt like so they're very tall and elongated i think they look viney 
almost. So I'm going to say, yes, they're made from swamp vines and moss and all of that. They have long, like, hair that is, like, matted together and is just mossy. So the, the plant that they're made from is just swamp moss. So it looks more. Oh, this is the poster from the movie. I loved this movie. Sorry. I've never seen that movie. I have. It was the 90s classic. Um, oh, that's a good one, too. So they're just very vine covered. And so it just makes them kind of like gangly. And that's why they look gross. Um, but I think the thing is, again, as they start, I, I think they're not as viney looking. It, it, it happens to them as they heal over time. Right, so whenever they get okay. hurt, the vine is what grows and like re re like attaches them in some way. So their their, okay. their skin is all tinted green. They look somewhat normal, but as they get more damaged, and like I'm just even just saying like normal fights, right? They take like oh eight slashing damage. Okay, now that slash on the arm slowly becomes more viney, becomes green and like pustule, like you were saying, right? In some way, like yeah, that's kind of how it heals over and gets grossed out. Yeah. So that's the flaw, right? They're they're very horrifying to look at <laughs> the more time they spend out in the world. Because just general daily or you know, normal adventurer battles wear them down to the point where they eventually become just full swamp thing. Yeah. Um cool. Sorry. I'm I apologize for that thing. I was just trying to figure out what they look like so yeah um what do we got that that's pretty much everything we rolled on right we we know that they have a family they were the hunter for that family in that small village um they then were um lured in by a hag to go find something that was taken from them uh, by an adventurer um i think i would ask the dm what that is let let your dm decide what that that item or ingredient or or whatever that is because like that'll give them something and it doesn't really matter to you what what it is you're 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 searching for it either way yeah and maybe the hag didn't even tell you maybe it's like okay just go to this general area this like they they have something they need you to do that is it and that is the main thing you know and that is again where you stay loyal to the environment and protect the growing ecosystem the hag has told you in order for us to survive here we need that go get it okay um cool Nice and you're short people. How old are they? So they die at seventy. I think the shifter was what the fuck? Yeah, they rarely live more than more than seventy. Shifters, yeah, that's what it says. But what I would say is, oh, okay. What I missed the memo. This person has always been a shifter. Yeah, no, they didn't turn into a shifter. Uh, gotcha as, as i missed that they, they were a shifter that was the thing that was from their village and what their family in some way is i don't know if all their family is again leave it up to the dm and then they get the plant thing on top of it which essentially almost gotcha. does, does cause them to die so they're i don't know if they're immortal now but whatever figure that out again leave it up to the dm to decide. um i would say they died in their 40s because i think this was the thing it's like they, they could have even been like a family person in some way they could be the father of of this group instead of the son and something right so they're 42 they're 42 years old and they were reanimated as this thing a few months uh, uh five months ago or whatever and they're now out okay. in the world looking for this and that's where their druidic spores things comes from is the fact that they were reanimated and that's why they have this druidic magic um Got him. 
noise. So, <laughs> I'm looking up how to say swamp in Latin. Ooh. What? Greg, I'm old Greg. I'm not hearing this. You see my man parts. <laughs> you can't go yet. Do you love me? Do you love me? Hang on, hang on. Paulus? Paulus. You're playing your love games with me. Paulus. Let's see. Pool ponds. What is it? Stagnum? Ooh, what about llama? You ever drink bellies from a shoe? See, he's... Do you know what this is? This is as close as you can get to Bailey's without getting wet. <laughs> you know this? This is Bailey's. Gross. Are we having fun together? Just, okay. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. You are. You're doing great. <laughs> Wait, plant is just plant in Latin? <laughs> Sure. What? Let's switch from Latin. What language do we think this hag speaks? Uh, German. Wow, that's what I was going to say too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something wrong with us? No. Okay. Swamp. Ooh. His name's Sumpf. Sumpf? S U M P F. Sumpf. Okay. Sumpf, Greg? No, just some. He just goes by some. Sumpf. I'm sorry. What was, did you bless you? My name's Sumpf. Bless you. Sumpf. 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 Um, and again, for the uh, wow, you just wanted a whole. What did you write down here for appearance? Generally, green tint to their body, snout. Just snout. You just wrote the word snout. I I write the words you speak. Okay. Long pointed. Nails, I made some things up though. Lightly. Yeah. Looks slightly like a dog when they're not shifted. Skin is completely pruny. Yep. Uh, slightly webbing between the fingers. Yep. I like that. They're made essentially of swamp moss. Yeah. Um, the last thing I was gonna say is I think they're tall. I think they're like six four. So almost my height. Um, and <laughs> um, six four, but like they they're four inches taller than you. Um, but only three inches taller than me. But but they weigh like a hundred and sixty pounds. Okie dokie. So very just gaunt and like almost Slenderman esque. But then so like Slenderman Ooh. meets Old Greg meets Swamp Thing because they have no strength, nice. right? They have absolutely no strength. So there's no muscle mass to any of this. It's all just kind of viney, like kind of weird moving creature esque thing. Not very smart. Not very much. Not very much charisma. They're aware of the surroundings a lot. Cool. 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 Um, all of their we- all of their weights probably in their fucking thighs because this fucking heavy ass moss can't be easy to carry around all day. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um. Great. Do you have any other things? I know you're ready. You're you're ready. You've been ready for a bit. So I'll, I'm just asking out of, I'm out right. of courtesy. Here. <laughs> do you have anything else? What do you think? I haven't. I haven't checked out. I haven't checked out. I just haven't had anything to contribute. Fair enough. I think this is good. I think this is good. Is the name Sumpf I like it. scary enough? Sumpf. 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 I mean... Sumpf, that's coming for you. I mean, it's fine. Okay. All right. What's in a name? Ooh. <laughs> I would say Sumpf, <laughs> then, is in a name. Oh, <laughs> oh now I'm checked out. 
Well, well, then before you get too checked out, let's uh, let's get over to the role playing and figure out what this uh, what this zoom sounds like. Okay. It is All Hallows' Eve in Podcastria at the Seedy Tavern. The whole town, the whole street lined with jack-o'-lanterns that the children have carved out from the night before the Seedy Tavern holiday pumpkin carving contest for children. Um, Now that they are no longer plagued with this curse people are no longer afraid to go there they've gone about two weeks without an incident so people are convinced that um podcastria has been cleansed in the words of some traveler who came through and um so there was a pumpkin carving contest and all the pumpkins no matter who who, not just the winners um were put up on the street lit up um there was a pumpkin painting contest for people who didn't like to carve. Um, there were people th- who had, you know, um, the two competing high schools had a debate that was hosted within the CD Tavern about what is the superior fall flavor, pumpkin spice or apple. Um, apple won single-handedly, pretty, pretty open-handedly. Um, so... So everything themed today is apple. There's caramel apples. There's bobbing for apples. There's fucking um, apple cider everywhere. All it's all in the food. There's Dutch apple pies being served with vanilla ice goat vanilla goat ice cream. Um, no one knows how it's tasted. It's like vanilla, but whatever. There's a bunch of people at the CD Tavern. Everything is alive and well. It is Halloween. There is a party. And everyone's dressed up, having a good time. Uh, all hands on deck for the bar. You know, we've um, got all the regulars. Everyone's working. Mary is dressed up as... Let's see, what would Mary be for Halloween? Let me decide this right now. Mary would be... Um, you know what? Mary is dressed as a human. She's got human fake ears on that put her points away. And she's got, like, some fat fucking broken nose aesthetic that she puts on um and she's wearing like clothes that don't really fit and she kind of looks like shit um louie who is also an elf is dressed as um a vampire louie it's but it's like it's like when you convince like i don't know your grandpa to dress up for halloween so he's a vampire quote unquote but all he has are plastic teeth in his mouth and they're like in his pocket 90 percent of the time um, Barra fucking loves Halloween. Um, but he could not decide what he wanted to be because technically he's everything, right? So Bar is just there. Just being f- costume fluid, baby. Just picking out whatever he wants to be all the time and living his best life. Uh, Terrence is in the back hoping no one gets killed. Um, and then 
this tall, slender sea creature, supposedly, walks through the front door of the seedy tavern, and uh, the monster mash is playing. What uh, what do you do? Sumpf looks around, seeing all of the like people kind of joyously celebrating and interacting amongst themselves and this looks down at most of them since he towers over a lot of them and kind of makes his eyes across the whole room trying to lock in on somebody that might be in some way able to answer a few questions um, for him and as he sees whoever's currently behind the bar interacting with somebody they interact and they exchange something. He locks in and, and decides that person probably has information or something to exchange. And so he saunders over towards them, just kind of like hunched, looking down at them, and then comes up and puts his hands on the bar and looks down at... Um, you look down at, at Mary, who has uh, got her hair up in a bun and wearing plastic over her ears and um, we got a flannel on and um, these things that like she bought them at this Halloween store, this traveling Halloween cart that came through town. So she's got these things on called jeans. And then she's also got this thing on her feet that she's pretty sure the salesman said they're Ugg boots. Um, She doesn't know if that means they're ugly or not, but so she's got jeans, Ugg boots, a flannel, and her hair up in a bun. Um, and she looks at some, and she's like, Oh my God, you're like so tall. <laughs> I need assistance from you. Oh my God, from me? I would be so happy to help you. Welcome to the CD Tavern. My name's Mary. I'm a human. And uh, I can help you with whatever you might need. Where, where might I find plants or such gardens in the city? Oh my god, like, I'm so happy that you're, like, committing to the bit, because, like, so many people that I've spoken to today, I've had to, like, you know, drop my, this voice and, like, be myself, but, like, you're really into it. Like, what are you supposed to be? I am Trump. I am here. Bless you. No, I do not want it. I am here. Simply. Find what I need and move back on with my journey. Where? Oh, what is it that is a garden or plant sanctuary in this concrete jungle? Um, well, down the road, like behind uh the apothecary shop there's like a pumpkin patch right now but it's kind of cold outside so like a lot of the plants aren't like doing great but i think there's still some pumpkins there is that what you're looking for like some pumpkins i do not need gourds like this 
I'm looking for a very specific type of plant. I need your most elaborate garden and or nursery, perhaps greenhouse, something that has more. Well, like, it's not really what we're known for. I've been traveling for a very long while, and my trail has led me through here. Something was stolen, and I believe it may have been sold to somebody that collects rare. And endangered plants. Mary all of a sudden is like slips into her old voice and is like, Oh, so you're like not kidding. Why would I do such a thing? Listen, um if something was taken from you, first off, I'm sorry to hear that. Um and secondly, did you this, take it? Uh, this, th- no, I'm not a thief. Why the one that tells me you're sorry? Because I feel bad when other people have their items stolen from that them. Seems like a waste of energy. Okay, well, if you want my help, you need to be nice to me. I would suggest if you th- something was stolen. Um, this this district that you're in here, it's the smallest district in Podcastria. We don't have much going on here. But if you head on over to the High Tides and their district, odds are they might be able to help you. Someone there might be able to help you a little bit better. Which direction would that be from this location? West. Was it west? <laughs> um... I think you, it's it's in the western district, closer to the uh, sea. The high tides control all the ports in and out of the city, so they're all stationed up by the water. Very good. There's too much happening in here. Well, it's a party, she, Mary says. I do not enjoy it. Well, you blend right in, like your costume's like super cool. This is not a costume. This is not anything. This is who I am. Oh, this is who I am too. Do you know what I am? And she like hops backwards and like gestures to like her body. She's like, do you know gas? Take a gas. No. I'm basic. I'm basic as fuck. Basic what? Where's my buxar? Your what? I need some more of my buxar. It's this, it's this like really cool drink. Buxar. And she starts giggling to herself. Buxar. I do not. <laughs> I have not. Uh, I'm a human. Halloween's fun. I love Halloween. Do you like Halloween, sir? I'm not familiar with this word. It's when everyone dresses up. Well, I am not dressed up 
this is who I am. And he kind of puts his hand down more aggressively on the bar and you see the webbing between his hands and some of the like vines like kind of move organically kind of like almost like there's veins to them as they're like kind of just like pulsating in a, in a way through his green tinted hands I did not choose to be what this is so I guess I'm happy for you that you got to choose to be something basic um Mary doesn't really know what to say to this person Sumpf anymore um so she's like listen um I'm sorry if I upset you that was not my intent. Um, if you're not looking to drink, party, have a good time, then maybe you're, maybe you're right. This isn't the place for you. And I, and I don't have any more information than what I've already offered you about why, about your missing Some item. kind of like, isn't like looking at her anymore. His eyes kind of just fade up to above the bar on the side where he's looking at. And it sees some of the like fall festive like leaves and decorations that are kind of wrapped around the top of it. And he just kind of reaches up and starts grabbing some of the the vine like wrappings of the uh, uh, fall leaves and all of that stuff and just starts grabbing them and just starts eating them in his mouth. This, this is okay. A little one, you may go. Mom, I will just regain some sustenance from these dead plants and I will carry on to the high tides area and take what I need. It is just grabbing some of these things and just keeps like moving down and like knocking some of the uh, stools over. I can get, uh, excuse me, uh, some, those are our decorations. I can get you like a pet of lettuce. No. no. This is fine. And he's kind of now just slowly moving down the bar, like kind of grabbing like parts of it off there and like bumping into other patrons that are like next to him and just kind of like reaching over them and just grabbing them completely un unaware of their existence there. <sighs> just just grabbing leaves. I don't know how long do you do that for. <laughs> he just keeps moving around the bar and just will keep just grabbing until there's no more dead leaves on on this vine. So now it's just like kind of like you know like the like kind of like poinsettia like setup right, but it's like for fall festive things that was like actually like wrapped yeah. together. So there's just now the dead like vines and sticks up there. So he's just grabbing the leaves off of them and will just consume them. Um, Louis walks up to Mary and he's like, "Mary." Who the hell is that? And she goes, um, I think his name was Sumpf. It's like, where did he get that ridiculous costume? I don't, uh, I don't think that's a costume, Louis. I think there's something wrong with them. Well, yeah, something's wrong with them. Aren't those, all those plants fucking fake? Yeah, they're definitely coated in, in plastic. A fucking moron. And just Louis walks away. Um... That's kind of all I have. <laughs> he he comes back 
Did you want he, more? He, as he okay. circles okay. back around the bar, he looks at Mary and just. This is not enough. Do you have that lettuce in the back? <sighs> yeah. Do you want just like the whole head, the whole fucking, the whole thing? Thank you. And you see him start walking towards the back himself. No, 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 no. You cannot go back there. That's employees only. He, he's just kind of moving through the crowd, like kind of towering over them and just kind of trying to not like touch anybody and just kind of like slithering almost kind of the way he moves through it. This kind of like almost with like a, a, a swiftness or a, a yeah, grace. Well, she she's in the way of the of the door. Oh. Mary is. I, is this, she runs to get in the way of the kitchen door. Is this my address? And he points kind of with like a what? hand. Back here. Is this where that lettuce is? Yes, but I will go get it for you. No one else is allowed. If you don't work here, you're not allowed back there. Fine. I'll wait here. All right, I'll be just a second. She runs back real quick and comes back with a legitimately just the entire head of lettuce. Mm, yes. It's like, here you go. Mm, this will do. And he grabs it from her hands and just kind of starts digging into it. This is good. This is very good. And he's just good. I'm glad shoving it into his face. And then in a, in a, in a surprising amount of time, in about 30, 30 seconds or so, the whole head of lettuce is now just entirely consumed. That one's on the house. There's more. No, there's no more. There's no more. I need more. Not for free. No, it would be for some. For me. For money. I have gold. And you see him kind of like... How much? Raise an arm and he kind of like reaches back like into a part of him that looked... Like, it was a part of him, but now it kind of peels off like it's like a jacket in some way, and it looks mm. kind of, like, leathery. And he just kind of, like, with his fingers, two fingers, he kind of grabs the top of a coin purse and just pulls it out. And then, like, slowly, like, opens it in the air and just reaches inside with his two fingers and pulls out two gold coins. I have these and other ones. And then with another two fingers, pulls out, like, a bronze piece. And uh, a silver, and just kind of drop them back in. Mm. I need more. These two pieces of gold will get you three heads of lettuce. Fine. Yeah. And he takes them and just kind of throws them in her direction. <laughs> just kind of flicks them forward. <laughs> and then he kind of reties it. And then just slowly moves his hand and puts it back inside of his little leathery, leathery jacket part of him. She picks the gold up and goes in the back. He and kind of then like moves comes... back there with her, kind of like reaching through and like looking back there, holding a hand on the door and a hand on the door frame and looking in and seeing the, into the kitchen. Okay. Um, There's much back here that I would like. She rounds the corner and sees that you're kind of there. I was like, oh. I told you you can't come back here. And she's got two heads of lettuce, and she comes over to you, and she puts them in your chest. She's like, here, if you're going to break the rules, we're going to have to ask you to leave. I will leave you the way. And he kind of takes the lettuces and just lets her like kind of push him back, but he has them, and he just... Nom. And he starts digging into them again, just like kind of eating. And just... <sighs> 
he kind of backs up and kind of sits down against the wall and is now just sitting on the ground with his two things of lettuce. He's just... Very good. This is very good. Thank you, Basic, for this. My name is Mary. Yes. Okay. And he just keeps... Then he finishes the one and wipes his mouth. <laughs> and grabs the other one and just starts like... Mmm. And just digging into that. And is just eating it. And then he just kind of sits there on the ground, taking it in. And then once he's done, he just kind of sits. Basic Mary. That was... Enough. Very good. Very good indeed. Good. I'm. I'm glad. I will root myself here now. And what? He kind of lays his head back, and you see that like parts of him start like kind of growing off and like into the wood, and kind of cracking the floor and cracking into the wall, kind of like holding him here. As he the how much damage does he do? It's not, it's not like damage. It's just kind of like digging into the wood in some way, going into the grain of it, and kind of allowing him to like hold position. As you see, then his head kind of just goes limp, and you see that like his eyes close, and he now looks like he's almost like a plant in himself. As he is now dug into parts of the wood and and into it, as he just kind of lays there with his upper body against the wall next to the kitchen and his legs kind of sprawled out in front of him completely just unconscious Mary just shakes her fucking in her head and she's like she says to herself we'll tell Terrence it was a last minute prop I guess and she just walks away (laughs) And are, are, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, it's weird. I didn't. Wow, indeed. Yeah, it was. It was one of those things where it's. It's. Like, I was trying to think of like what else he would like. He doesn't want a place to sleep per se. Like, right? He'll just kind of set up wherever, and he's not really looking yeah. at doing anything besides finding that thing. He doesn't want to eat food or drink anything. It was. I. I I, you know, I, I think it's fun to see how he would interact because you know, he's not going to say thank you. He's not going to say sorry. He doesn't have, like, general emotions with people. He has a shitty charisma. Yeah. Um, I think he's just unsettling. And I think the thing, honestly, <laughs> what, what I think made this also a little bit more, not necessarily difficult, but, like, the fact that it was Halloween, of course it looks like he blended it. <laughs> yeah. Of, 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 yeah. of course, like, oh, cool, you're in what is those stilts and you're a big, like, green plant guy? Ooh, what are you, Groot? And it's like, yeah, no, this is this is who I fucking am. What? <laughs> like, and so, yeah, and, and that's where yeah, I yeah. felt I, I felt weird as like a DM because like, obviously I'm trying to like get, get cues sure. from you, but I feel like you might have realized you were kind of in a corner too with it being Halloween. Yeah. Like, shit, like, it's almost made it worse. Nothing special about the way yeah. I look. Well, yeah. and, and that's and that's where I was just like, okay, well, like, I guess he could have hunger, right? Something to like, they need to consume. And like, again, with his whole thing of uh, being created by the gods, I should have complete authority of all living things in my domain, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
Oh, he would have still consume plants around him, right? In some way, like I also think yeah. of like a swamp. In some way, it it kind of grows as like it it amasses moisture, and the things around it then become a part of it, right? And it just consumes mm-hmm. them in a way. So it's like I don't think he eats meat per se, but like if if he has to, I think it would just absorb it in some. But like I don't know, it just became more of a primal thing that I was trying to do there, and I was like, it would be kind of creepy if he like attacked or tried to kill something, but it's like. It's not his M.O. I don't think he's here to, like, kill people. Like, like last Halloween, right, we yeah. had the, the guy that's trying to literally spit in the face of the god of life. So, like, it would make sense that yep. a murder happened. But, like, for this guy, it's like, <laughs> I am plant. I like plants. <laughs> I am creepy. Like, <laughs> that is, that is yeah. kind of the general, like, at least first impression you get of this guy. Um, so, that's it. And he well, he was unsettling, so. right? And that's why I was like, you do I there. push into the kitchen? Like, do I try and just push in here and just start? Like, uh, have you seen Spirited Away? No. So in Spirited Away, there's a, a a ghost spirit that will just consume things, and it gets to this part where it's just just shoving things into its mouth and growing and growing, and then it starts eating people, and it's just there's like it's it's it gets very unsettling. Like I was thinking about going that kind of way with like the no face from Spirited Away, but like. I was like, nah, that, like especially with it being Mary, I was like, I don't want this to be weird and like forced like advances kind of on her. And like, I'm not gonna consume yeah. Mary. And so I was like, okay, what what would be <laughs> gross or like weird? And I was like, okay, he just literally plants himself. He plants himself down, consumes yeah. the things. He's full. Let photo uh, synthesis do whatever it's gonna do, or like digest the food. And he just kind of was like, I am now a part of this wall. I live here. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> infuriating yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i always do this to you with my characters no don't be sorry it's just like i just i felt bad so i do like i feel bad when i dm because i feel like i'm not as good at it as you but like i, I can pick out typically at your like, so i'm still trying to look for cues sure. for you sometimes things come super easily to me on how to engage with your characters but at times i'm looking for you to kind of even still give me a little bit of breadcrumbs yeah. and like last rp was really long so i always try to at least try to come at it with the same amount of energy and i don't want to pull a nathan and be like this is stupid i don't want to do this anymore i try to do call it try to do due diligence for you you know but yeah but that is one of the things too. i mean and that does happen in in dungeons and dragons sometimes you just find yourself like what are we doing and like for for me in in those moments i'm always just trying to like okay it's it's character stuff how would my character be doing and with a non-charismatic non like social character it's difficult because i I think i think some in a group is not the leader. He's not going to talk about plans. No. He's not going to do. He's going to generally just check and be like, "Hey, are we still, are we still going after that thing? I need. We are cool. We're still in the right cool. direction. Good. And that's all he cares about. And like when they're yeah. under attack and they're threatened, cool. Kill everything. Everything dies. And then I bring it back <laughs> as a plant in some way, or I do whatever and just necrotic it, whatever. Um, yeah. So that's that's where it's just like. For me, it's also a difficult character to play because I like the talky characters. I like the, hmm, yes, let's do this thing and just talk it to death. Whereas this guy's like, I don't give a shit. I'm a fucking plant. Like, that's the whole, what is it, personality trait? I'm just here to vibe and live as a plant. <laughs> I think yep. that's his base mode. But then when they're out in nature or something like that, sure, he'll take general lead. But he also, I think, would wander and just kind of go whatever, like, where the wind blows. And so, yeah, you know, I think he'd be fun. And, and, and again, like, I... <sighs> I think this is one of the better min-max characters we've built because of all the shape-shifting and temporary hit points and constitution things that can build up in into this guy. And I, I love the idea of, like again, just kind of role-playing the idea of any time he gets hurt, 
cool. Now it's more plants. Cool. That's slowly becoming mm-hmm. more and more viney and more and more like of a mess. I would almost even want to talk to a DM in some way and be like, hey, the more I get injured and the more damage I take as I level, like, can that go into my strength? Right. I'm not trying to use the strength, but like, so that like he literally like mu- muscle tissue when you work out gets torn down. Right. So you're tearing yeah. the muscle. And then as the muscle gets torn, it grows back like bigger and stronger. And that's where your strength comes yeah. from. That's overcorrecting. That's almost the argument I would want to make for this Viney character. Is be like, the more damage I take, like when I get to 150 damage that I've taken, can I gr- gain a point in strength? One point. Just one. And like, yeah. and just track. Because that'd be fun. It's a fun thing to kind of do. And then you want to take that damage, right? You want it to be taken away. And like, it makes you this tanky like thing. That would be fun. I just thought of that. And I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I can tell you're really excited yeah. about it. <laughs> I would make the rule it has to be physical damage. Fair. I wouldn't let magic damage um, allow uh, go yeah, towards that'd it. Be fair. it. It'd be something to track, and it would take a long time, like I said, but it's kind of fun to have this idea of, of something to be working towards. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And if you're, a car- if you're a DM player combo where you trust one another, like I would let you do that because I know you're not going to do that so you can break the fucking right. game. Right you on. know, it'd be you just want your strength to go up so it makes sense aesthetically. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and, and and by some point, sure, hopefully, if it, if it got too much, you can stop it, right? Even once it gets to ten, right? Because if you're doing it every hundred yeah. or every hundred and fifty points of physical damage, by by like for you to get three points in that to get you to zero would take three hundred or or almost five hundred points of physical damage your character would take which sure with all the temp hp and all that stuff you could take maybe at most before you get knocked down like 20 damage off the top but that would mean every fight you're wanting to om- and like that's the thing is i don't think he would drive for that you as a character wouldn't know that right you as the character aren't like yeah. "Ooh, hit me so i grow back stronger but like you as the player would be aware that's happening so yeah, yeah. for sure yeah, um i think that's it i really like some f- I almost feel like the, the, the name kind of like lowers him down, but I kind of feel like he's just like I said, Slenderman esque, just this giant, quiet, green, swamp thing esque monster that like could be yeah. a villain, could be a fun uh, a villain to kind of have that like is from the swamp. If you have a hag in your campaign, instead of her sending something after them, after the adventurers do whatever, send fucking Sumpf. It's a minion. It's this <laughs> druid circle of the spores minion type, just thing that it has one path it's kind of on and then as a player again sure it's not as direct of a path but it's it's more of you know here's my end goal here's i'd like to end up and like i think convincing him to stay in a campaign again he doesn't he's not very smart it's kind of just surface level you tell him he's doing stuff to help the earth cool great he can be convinced it's not that hard um and and then the (laughs) the role-playing part unlocking what his memories were right unlocking what those are that inkwell he has that type of stuff maybe talk to the dm about things that like yeah as you try to explore it like your brain heals or this happens or you remember things in waves or whatever that could be a fun thing um to kind of go through but yeah that's it that's all i got i'm done i'm done rambling about some do you like some no oh i I thought you did i was lying to you (laughs) god damn it (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think, how many druids have we made now? We've made a few, couple. I'm trying to remember another druid I really liked. I know Grunter was a druid. Wouldn't play him. He's he's almost un- he's he's not very playable. Ooh, the one thing I will say is I we've kind of made it this far throughout the podcast without talking about how Critical Role is now back for Campaign Three. 
But what I wanted to say to that point, when I when they introduce their characters, a lot of them have really low stats. There's some of them that have like a six strength or some shit. Oh yeah. yeah. So like it's been it's interesting to me to see that they. I, 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 Matt usually talks about how he makes them roll their stats, or at least he did for their first um, campaign. I'm curious if he did that as well this time around. But in talking about you know some of our characters that have very low stats, doesn't mean it's completely unplayable. It just means you got to work around it. So yeah. Whereas this character, I think stats are pretty good. All right, are you yes, ready? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm forcing you I out know. the door. Music's rolling. Oh, no. Oh geez, I didn't even get to thank my agent yet. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, th- I just want to thank God for allowing me to to be here and have this opportunity to make other things in a world where I'm a god. Um, and <laughs> but no. All right, everybody. That's it. This is the end of the last spookiest episode of the spookiest time of the year for everything the spooktacular. All of that good, good stuff. Um, so let us know what you thought of Sump. And the best way to do that would be to email us. You know, at rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on our social media page, which is at RNG underscore PC for Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter, and TikTok. And most importantly, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash RNG underscore PC. That's where we're currently streaming live. And if you come and hang out with us tomorrow, maybe we're doing a Halloween stream, depending on how our sub goal give sub goal giveaway went. But we do stream every Saturday, usually making new characters and throughout the week doing fun art stuff and games. So come hang out with us there. And as a reminder, we do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash RNGPC, where you can request any one of our character sheets, including this one for Stumpf. You can join our community and listen to exclusive episodes. You can also check out some of our content we have on YouTube. Just search for RNGPC. And finally, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're currently listening on. And if that one happens to be an Apple product... We would love it if you take the two minutes to leave a little review and let us know what you think of the show. We will read that out here, and we will do silly voices for it, if you'd like. If you want to put in there what bartender potentially have us do it, or just a silly voice to do for it, we'd love that. But anyways, it's been spooky how long this episode's been. It's been spooky how long this outro's been. I'm running out of things to say spooky in front of. But other than that, everybody, remember to keep being spooky and roll and play and keep rolling and keep playing and keep talking until Nathan eventually gets so angry that he just rage quits the discord call that you're in to record your episode (laughs) hope you enjoyed Halloween fuckers because it's terrible (laughs) happy Halloween